0: Thank you for joining us happy new year how good is that we're back 2022 man what an honor what an honor and a privilege and a joy to be sharing the first message of 2022 with you i'm so excited and i and i hope you've had a great break or you know some of you might have gone back to work i've hope you had a great break or you're still having a good break i really hope that god's refreshing you and bringing you peace and comfort and joy and love in this time and uh, I bet it's really been an, a long-awaited break. Uh, 2022 was definitely... Uh, 2021, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm sure we're all happy that 2021 is over and it's finally over. And now we're entering into a new year. And today is a day that the Lord has made. We're going to look forward with, with, with trust, with faith, with hope in Jesus' name. And uh, no doubt, it was a turbulent year. It was such a difficult year last year. We had over 100 days of lockdown. Mate, that's a third almost of the year. That's crazy. And for some of us, it was the toughest times of our lives even for some. But yet upon reflecting on the year of last year and and sitting down and and considering and thinking about the year overall and not just the troubling moments, uh, I realized that even though our external circumstances were in complete chaos in 2021, the truth is that internally God was still moving God was still doing a work in us. God was still moving through us. And, uh, and He was, he, he really, in us and through all of that and through that journey, we really got to the bottom of what really mattered most in our lives. And that's so, so powerful and such an amazing thing. And as we, we, we journey through our theme of 2021, which is the, the Reviving Christ theme, and, uh, and uh, there was a process of reviving of the power and the love of God in us. If you reflect back and you see and you feel it, you know there was a strengthening of faith, of character, developing a strong foundation that we can stand on. So there was a big work in progress, and and through that progress, our hearts are opened not only to the love of God, but uh, it, the love of God. We we our hearts are open at a deeper level to His love. But not only that, it, it causes us to love others in such a powerful way. Um, you know, through that we saw we saw that. Uh, through the missions, we saw that we're seeing that through our culture developing and changing and growing into the love of God and and growing and flowing through the love of God flowing through into loving others. Um, see loving others and and for me personally, loving others is hard, and I know that for for you know for many of us, loving others is really hard sometimes and it can't be faked and it can only come from an eternal reality of the love of God and and god had a purpose last year and he's still got a purpose right now he's, he's growing and developing that deep work of the love of god in you growing in you so that the outflow of the love of god can flow through you and god's been developing that and growing through you and see what what we realize is um when god talks about love for god and love for others in, in matthew you know really is talking about reviving a person being revived in christ see revival doesn't start doesn't happen only when you have love for god because anybody can say i love god and i i can do this and oh yeah i love god all day long but real revival comes when you have love for god and that outflows into love for people and that's what we what we've been seeing we've been seeing that reality and and really if you think about it a community is awakened to god or awakened to the love of god when the flow and the love of god flows through the church into the community and that's what we've seen which has been such an amazing thing to see see the bible says that love loving god and loving people is the whole fulfillment of the bible and that's amazing that's really what matters most fulfilling his word carrying out his will see jesus says that the two greatest commandments are loving god and love people and the mission that we have in this church is loving god and loving people and and I believe that God will continue to grow that in us and through us in 2022. Not only in ways that we've seen, but in ways that we, we haven't imagined yet. And how do I know that God will continue to grow in us and do unimaginable things? See, God says it in his word. In Philippians 1.6, he says, I am sure of this. This is Paul saying to the Philippians, he is sure of this, absolutely sure, that he who started, God who started the good work in you, will carry it onto completion until the day of Christ Jesus. See, God will continue to do the work in you. He will continue to do the work that he started because of his love for you. He so he's committed to us. He's really committed to us. He's really committed to our healing. He's committed to our wholeness, committed to our freedom, committed to our future, committed to his church. And he will carry out his plans to the completion until the day of Jesus Christ. See, God is committed to us and His desire for 2022 and beyond is that we are committed to Him. In Psalm 37, it says, Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in Him and He will act. Wow, commit your ways to the Lord. Would you do that in 2022? Commit your ways to the Lord. See, God can only act when there's a complete commitment and trust in Him. God can only respond to your faith. He can't respond in any other way. And he he, he needs a commitment from you. See, the book of James says that a half-hearted person or a double-minded person is unstable in all their ways. And God cannot act on your behalf if you're double-minded. He can't act. God wants you to prosper. He wants you to grow. He wants you to overcome. And he knows what you need to get there. He knows what you need. And that's why God's interested in your whole heart. Not half your heart, not a part of your heart, your whole heart. God's not interested in partial commitments. He's not interested in that. He can't act on your behalf because if you're double-minded and unstable, He can't act on your behalf. We can't have one foot in, one foot out and expect God to move or anything to happen. We can't expect anything from God. See, God's interested in your whole commitment. So this year, as we start making resolutions, as we start making commitments to losing weight or financial goals, Or following a dream that we might have let's first commit to god let's first put our commitment to him let's commit to trusting in him in all that we do let's depend on his power on his love this year and he will help us in all we do he will help you to overcome he will help you to reach your goals and your dreams so how do we commit wholeheartedly to the lord what does what does that look like See, there are two foundational commitments that we need to make in 2022 if we're to continue to live a life according to God's will, a life of love and a life of love for others and love for God. See number one is make a commitment to His word. That's the first commitment, the first fundamental commitment that we've got to make in our lives. making a decision, making a commitment in 2022 to go, "Hey, I'm going to be committed to His word." See, we have so many broken and destabilizing things in our lives, sickness, economy, relationship, careers. And the only way to remain stable in an unstable world, the only way to remain stable in an unstable world is to stand on something that is stable. Because you can't be stable if you're standing on unstable things. You can't be stable if you're standing on unstable beliefs or truths. The word of God is the absolute truth that we can stand on. The word of God is a firm foundation, which is the unshakable, immovable truth that we can stand on. And regardless of what goes on around us, regardless of the circumstances, regardless of what the year might bring, we can remain stable, we can remain strong and standing if we hear the word of God and act on it. See, look at what Jesus said in Matthew 7, 24 to 22. Therefore, everyone... Everyone who hears, there's no respect. God's not a respecter of persons, a respecter of faith. God, God will honor your faith. Everyone, everyone who hears the words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain fell, the waters rose and the winds blew and pounded their house. Yet it didn't collapse. Wow, wouldn't you like a house like that? Because it's foundations was on the rock but everyone who heard, who hears these words of mine and doesn't act on them those that stand on unstable things will be like a foolish man because if you're not acting on the word of God you're acting on something else but everyone who hears those words of mine and doesn 't act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand the rain fell the rivers rose the winds blew and pounded the house and it collapsed. It collapsed with a great crash. I would not want that to be my house and I would not want that to be my life. Anyone, this is the truth, anyone who stands on the word of God, anyone who commits to his word and lives their life from this truth will not collapse under pressure. Will not collapse. They will not fall apart. You will not fall apart under your circumstances. Instead, you will remain standing even when the problems arise, even when troubles come, even when the wind blows and pounds against the house, you will still remain standing because you're standing on a solid foundation. See, we can stand on that absolute truth, that unchanging word. And when you act on that word, it means you trust that word. See, when you act, a lot of times when we, when we make decisions around unstable thoughts or unstable truths or beliefs, We act on that and that causes us to be destabilized. But if you act on the truth, on the word of God, that means you're actually trusting in it. You're trusting in the word of God over your own word or your own truth. It means that you believe God's truth over your own truth. It means you're aligning your life with his will. And even though sometimes you might not understand the situations or troubles that you're going through, but because you're committed to his truth, over your own truth, you still act on His Word regardless of what you're feeling inside because you're standing on that rock. And because of that, you'll remain standing solid and firm. Look at Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean in your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will make your, straight your paths. See, when you trust Him, And you trust his truth over your truth. He will look after you. He will straighten your paths. He will do it. And then you can prosper. You can succeed and you can overcome all that you do and all that you think. He wants us to live a life of joy, a life of peace and love. And the only way that we can do that is by committing to his word. By trusting in him above our own beliefs, above our own thoughts. So 2022, let's start by committing into his word. Let's commit to his word this year. It's not like, oh, only when I feel like, oh, if I wake up on the right side of bed or if I wake up right, if I have my coffee in the morning, then I'll do it. No, you make a decision right now. 2nd of January, make a decision right now. Hey, I'm gonna commit to the word of God. I'm gonna commit to God's truth above my own truth. Start, you could start right now. Start with a reading plan. If you go to your version, and there's other reading plans you can find, there's a one-year reading plan, a Bible reading plan. You can look at, you can read the Old Testament, the New Testament. So many truths that you can get, and so many amazing, powerful stories that you can get from that. Maybe team up with a few people, team up with a friend, team up with someone to help you keep accountable. Do the Bible reading together, or the Bible plan together. Do whatever it takes. Have that attitude. Do whatever it takes to renew your mind. Do whatever it takes to fill your mind with the truth. Because when your mind overflows, and I've said it a, a few times now, when your mind overflows with the truth, your heart will overflow with prayer. Wow. When you start to understand the truth of God and you believe His truth over your own truth, your heart will start overflowing with prayer, with thankfulness, with joy, with worship. And that's the, and that's the next thing we've got to commit to. There's only two things, two foundational things. Committing to his word, committing to prayer. See, the word and prayer, they go hand in hand. They go together. The word of God is spirit-breathed, and it'll reveal his love. It'll reveal his character, reveal his plans, and it'll fill you with faith, which is amazing, and it'll inspire you to pray. See, the word of truth will inspire you to have a personal, prayerful connection with God. How good is that? How good is that? See, in Psalm 121, there's a powerful psalm. There's so many amazing psalms that if you get into the book of Psalms, you see the journey of prayer and how David and the other, the other psalmists, they were writing their journey and how they interacted with God and giving all their troubles to God and, and acknowledging God. Powerful. Psalm 21 is one of those. We see a powerful example of how God's truth engages the heart and the mind of this psalmist. And it inspires him to pray. It's a very short one. So I'm going to take you through it. Psalm 121 verse 1. It's only eight verses. So hopefully we'll be quick on that one. Psalm 21 verse 1. I lift my eyes towards the mountain. He lifted his eyes towards God. Where will my help come from? He's asking the question. I'm lifting my eyes. Where? It's sort of, you already know it's the answer. But he's asking the question. And that's a good question to ask ourselves. See, the psalm was written by a Jewish priest, uh, this particular psalm, who at the time of writing, God's people were in distress. They were struggling. They had much grief, pain, oppression. Yet despite that, the priest, he knew the word of God and he knew where the help would come from. He knew where to find the help and find strength in times of trouble. See, sometimes we need to ask ourselves too, where does my help come from? Where's your help going to come from in 2022? When things happen, we don't know the future. We don't know what's going to happen. But you ask yourself right now, plan ahead. Where will my help come from? When things happen, when, when the year starts moving, we live in a broken world, things are going to happen. The Bible says that troubles will come. But the question is, where will your help come from? What or who, what will you depend on? What would you depend on? Many times believers turn away from God. They turn away to troubles. They turn, they turn away where, to, from God when troubles hit them. As soon as something comes, first thing they do is blame God. Well, God, you control all the world. You control everything. Why didn't you get me out of the trouble? Why didn't you get me out of that? And, and in, in turn of that, they, they go into shame. They go into anger, go into, into condemnation. They start, to, uh, they, they start to turn away from the pain, start looking to other things substitutes and try to fill them and 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 replace that pain with the, with a the numbing agent whatever it might be so and and in doing that we remain in that process we remain in that place of distress we remain bitter we remain angry we start to self-destruct by things and everything except for god we prolong that pain process that journey because troubles will come but we actually prolong the trouble sometimes even further. And sometimes we even go through the physical trouble, but in our mind, we're still going through the trouble in our mind. We're still trying to get over the trouble that we went through. And we prolong the process because we turn away from God. Our hearts turn away from Him. We, we turn from Him. See, this, in this psalm, the, the psalmist, he knew the Word of God. He knew the Word. He quotes the book of Deuteronomy, Psalm of David, the book of Uzziah, And it drew him because he knew the word. Now get this, because he knew the word, because he knew the word, he found his strength. It drew him to God and he found his strength in God because he knew the word. See, I wonder that if we were to know the word, if we were to engage with the spirit breathed word of God, I wonder if we will remain standing in 2022. I wonder when troubles will come, if we could remain standing on that solid rock, I wonder that if we knew the word of God, we will be drawn to him. We will be drawn to him. And I'm not suggesting that you don't know the word of God. I'm not saying that, but just the the, the discipline and the act of wanting to know more of him, because God just keeps revealing more and more of his glory. Every time I read the word, I can read the same chapter or the same book 50 times, but every time something new pops, the Holy Spirit breathes on something new and, the, and God puts a revelation in my heart, something that I can grab onto, a truth that I can grab onto, that I can stand on in times of trouble. See, the overflow of the word overflows into prayer. When you know the word and when you are engaged in his word with your heart and mind, it'll overflow into prayer and it strengthens this writer in times of distress. See, making a commitment to the word of God this year will not draw you away from God, It'll draw you to God. And that's the commitment. That's the decision we've got to make. And he continues in Psalm 121 too, My help, he answers, my help comes from the Lord who made the heaven and the earth. Where does his help come from? It comes from the Lord. The psalmist knew where to look. He knew where to look. He looks up. He looks at God. He looks towards God. He looks up. He acknowledges the God of heaven. He acknowledges the God of earth, who ultimately is in control. Praise the Lord. He acknowledges that God is the only true source of help, the only true source of strength that he can grab onto in times of trouble. And he turns his mind and his heart to God. See, sometimes that's all we have to do. That is all we have to do. Just look up to God. Acknowledge who he is. Acknowledge that you don't control anything. Acknowledge that He is in control. That He is the creator, maker of the heavens and the earth. That He created your past, present and future. Then He's planned the purpose and a destiny for you. Sometimes you just got to look up. You've just got to look out of your situations and troubles and look towards Him. And by looking up to God, you will be made strong. And looking up to God means sometimes looking into His word. Because that'll make you think outside of your situation, your circumstances. The psalmist continues, Psalm one twenty one, three. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. I'm pretty I'm pretty comforted by that that my God will not sleep. See, as you turn to him, he will not delay. He will not delay, he will not slumber. Thank God for that. (laughs) God will keep watch over your whole life. God is watching over you. Those that turn to God, those that commit to his word, those that turn to him, he will watch over you. He will look after you. God will help you remain on a strong, solid foundation. Your feet will not be moved, even when you feel distressed or ashamed. How good is that? Your feet will not be moved when you turn to God and you stand with him. He will help you remain on the solid foundation immovable rock of his truth. Verse four, behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. I think that was really reassuring to repeat that again because that's very good to know that our God will never abandon us. He will, and as soon as we turn to him, we have that complete confidence that God is right there, that God is looking at us with love, with care, with purpose. Verse five, the Lord is our keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The Lord will protect you. He will keep you. He will refresh you under the shade. Yesterday was a pretty hot day. uh, And, you know, the shade was the best way to stand. And uh, God will keep you. But, you know, Psalm 121, it was echoing. Psalm 91 from another psalmist. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty Wow, how comforting is that? How comforting is that? That's such an encouraging promise that when you dwell with God, you know, that is when you remain connected with Him through prayer, through His Word, have a personal relationship with Him, you will rest. You will have rest in your mind and your heart and you'll remain under the shadow of the Almighty. So powerful. Verse 6, The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. Ooh, as you rest under that shadow, how could you say, as you rest under the shadow of the Almighty, you'll be protected from all the elements of life, all the elements that life throws at you. And as you look to Him, as you turn to Him, He will keep you. He will protect you day and night. That's the Word of God. Verse 7, the Lord will keep you from evil. He will keep your life. Man, how comforting is that? He will keep you as your your heart and your mind remains with God, as you remain with Him and you stand with Him, He will keep you away from evil. He will keep you away from evil. He will keep you away from desires and the temptations of the flesh. He will keep you. He will hold strong. You will make the right decisions because your heart and your mind is filled with God. Verse 8. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. How good's that? God's promise is for your whole life. God's got a plan for your whole life. God's not going to let you go. Sure, we live in a broken world. Sure, things happen sometimes to good people. But ultimately, God has a plan. God is in control. God is in control. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And He watches as every aspect of us as we turn to Him. See, sometimes it could be hard to believe, especially when we're, when we're going through all this trouble and pain in our lives sometimes. You know, it's usually when the change or transitions happen in life that we start to get a bit shaky. You know, a change in job, a change in health, a change in relationships, passing of a loved one. Sometimes that can make, cause us to be a bit shaky. See, they can trip us up and we could start spiraling in negativity and depression. 2021 it was especially difficult especially difficult in the lives to trust in Him. Praise the Lord, there was so much change, There's so much chaos going on, it was so difficult. But for many, you couldn't see your problem, you couldn't see even beyond your problems. And, and that's okay. You know, these reactions are very normal to us, very normal to humans. And God does that. He sees every aspect of your life. You don't need to hide that from Him. But we can learn from the men and women of the Bible and what they did and and how they found themselves through the trouble and how they went through the trouble. You see, they turned to God when they were in trouble. They didn't turn away from Him. They turned to Him. They turned to His Word. They turned to prayer. They were committed to the Word of truth over their own truth. And in turn, their hearts overflowed with prayer, gratitude, thankfulness, worship. Praise the Lord. See, when we set our mind and our hearts on the Lord and and the word of truth. We remember that no matter what is going on in our lives, no matter what's happening, God will pull you through. You know, we can turn to him and he will not delay. How good's that? You turn to him, he will not delay. He will hold you, he will keep you, he will strengthen you, he will comfort you. We, we We don't know what 2022 is gonna bring us. We don't know what's gonna happen. We can't tell the future. We can't see what's going to happen. But what we do know is that God is in control of heaven and earth. What we do know is that as we commit to word and prayer, we will, and as we remain in Him, as we remain in God, we will remain standing on a solid, immovable foundation. See, Isaiah 26.3 is so comforting in this moment. It says that you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you. God will keep you in perfect peace, those that trust in him. All whose thoughts are fixed, filled with the word of God. All whose thoughts are fixed on you. Trust in the Lord always. Don't lean on your own understanding. For the Lord God is the eternal rock. We don't need to lean on our own understanding. We we can trust in the Lord always, in all situations, in all troubles, in all circumstances. We can trust in him. So 2022, let's be a people that are committed to God. Let's be a people that are wholeheartedly committed to the Lord. Let's commit to trusting in Him. Let's commit to the prayer. Let's commit to Word. Let's commit to staying with Him. Let's commit to loving God and loving people. How good is that? Loving God and loving people. God is good. God is good. Let me pray for you right now. Thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Wherever you are right now, and you might be in your living room, on your phone, looking uh, looking at this message, just close your eyes and reflect on him. Make a decision right now in your heart to commit to him. Father God, I thank you for your word here today, Lord. We thank you today, Lord, that you can awaken our eyes to your truth. Holy Spirit, we ask you that you would breathe life into your word. No longer will we turn to anything else for help. We know where our help comes from. We know our help comes from you. You are our strength. You are our rock. We thank you, Father, for the journey of 2022, the strengthening, the shaping, the character building. And right now, today, we make the commitment, uh, 2021, we make the commitment for 2022 right now, Lord, We make a commitment. We make a new commitment to your word. We make a new commitment to your prayer, to prayer with you, Lord. We make a new commitment to trust in you. We thank you, Father, that you would inspire our hearts and our spirits to connect with you in a new way, in a deeper way, in a meaningful way. And I thank you, Lord, that the love of God will fill our hearts. And Lord, whatever 2022 2022 might bring, we thank you, Lord. We trust you. We put our trust in you. We put our faith in you. We thank you that you would guide us, you'll lead us, you'll protect us, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen, God is good. Thank you, happy new year, hope you're encouraged, and God bless, we'll see you next week.